Welcome to Healthy Spirals Yoga Ayurveda Meditation with your host, Marianne Beckman-Berman. Over the next hour, you'll learn from Marianne the secrets of the sister sciences, yoga and Ayurveda. Now, here is Marianne. Welcome to Healthy Spirals Yoga Ayurveda Meditation with me, your host, Marianne Beckman-Berman. I hope that this has been a journey for you on perhaps questioning some of your lifestyle habits, ways that you can look to fostering some of the um, changes with yoga, with Ayurveda into your daily life for improved health and well-being. The science of Ayurveda, the term Ayurveda, which means the wisdom of life or the knowledge of life, this is what was given in a state of meditation to the rishis, to the sages in ancient India, and how to live every day. And so that the goal of, you know, each and every one of us is about happiness at, at the root of whatever it is that we accomplish. And when we have health, it is much easier to find that inner peace and to actually share that happiness with others in terms of your job, your your life's mission, your purpose, your passion. Okay. So I last week mentioned that I was not feeling well on Tuesday. So that Halloween, um, I had a terrible headache, terrible migraine, which that was the start. So many of you listening, you know, you may have even thought to yourselves, oh boy, sounds like she's coming down with the flu. Um, she's she's coming down with something. So as much as I nipped it in the bud come Wednesday and I felt well enough to do the show, I still had a slight fever. So I still had this pitta, this burning going on that was making me feel rather heated. And when I say pitta, the heat, what what really is going on is more of a vata, the air and space element. It's that wind at this fall season, which is dominated, dominated by this vata, um, dosha. So these elements really and truly give rise to feeling out of balance, ungrounded. And when that happens, this movement, instead of my digestive fire, my agni, just burning like a normal candle that's upright with with um, a regular environment, you know, instead, it's as if it's in a completely winded environment and that flame is doing everything it can just to stay lit. But it's basically moving to the right, to the left. It's swaying all over. And it's one thing when that candle is inside your room governed by a larger space. It's another thing when that Agni or think of that digestive fire, that pilot light, so to speak, as what's going on inside of us. And this concept of Agni is a very important concept. You hear me use these words, Vata, Pitta, Kapha, the water and earth element. And besides those three terms, the word Agni, this concept of digestive fire, is also of utmost importance 
because at the root, again, of illness, of me even allowing my body to become out of balance, it has to do with this digestive fire. If my digestive, if I were tending to my digestive fire, my digestive fire would basically tend to everything else in the body. And we've all been there where we simply eat and we put into our mouth we we put all sorts of food and beverage in and lo and behold our stomachs you know churn and do all the cooking and unless there's some issue you know we pretty much just go about our day and you know you go to sleep hopefully you're eliminating in the morning okay but when there's when there's you know some kind of imbalance usually you'll notice um, that your digestive system is speaking to you in some way. So it's asking you for your attention, um, giving you signals in the way that it can, whether it's rumbling, burning, um, you know, discomfort, bloating. Okay. So your, your job as we talk about Ayurveda is to basically you know, begin to just look at how these elements are are manifested in your body. So we all have a varying uh, proportion of these elements that were determined at the moment of our conception. That's what we call our original constitution. But what happens is as we move through life, we move away from our initial constitution and we fall into our state of imbalance. And the further that we become imbalanced and we move away from our original constitution, you know, we may find that um, it it just becomes more chronic. We begin to live with some of these imbalances. We say, oh, it's just seasonal allergies. Oh, this happens every winter. This happens every spring. But now put on this, put on your detective caps and, you know, begin, begin to question. So hopefully using some of the examples that I give you, you may be able to discern what may be going on in your life, in someone else's. Keep in mind, Ayurveda is most unique in that we honor all of our different proportions. So even though I'm giving you these examples, do know that what applies to me will absolutely vary depending upon, you know, your proportion. So two people sitting in front of me, two people sitting in front of anybody may present with um, similar imbalances, but yet the the way that we want to go ahead go ahead and address them, you know, must must take into account um, your unique constitution. Okay, so being in control—that's what today is about—and taking control of what you can, especially in this day and age when it may seem that, you know, the world is losing control on, on, on some levels. Others may say that it's um, all controlled <laughs> on another level. Okay. But when, 
when we look to the outside world for answers, oftentimes, you know, it will leave us feeling a bit more um, caught up in the chaos. We 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 may feel a bit more ungrounded, and depending upon your age, depending upon how many seasons you've been through, you know, you you may see different patterns that that you've gone through, and hopefully, with each and every um, year you have a bit more wisdom, just like Ayurveda says, this is the wisdom of life. And the longer we go through these experiences, the the, the greater opportunities we have to be able to um, basically become our, become an alchemist. So we begin to look at these um, elements to heal. So I'm blessed though, even though I had to take a couple of days off work while I tended to my digestive fire, while I brought my immune system, you know, back up, um, I'm I'm grateful. I'm so grateful for having this wisdom with which to feel like I am in control. So going into my kitchen, you know, I, I will incorporate, um, you know, everything I have from all different holistic modalities. Years ago, um, a dear doctor, Mayor Eisenstein, you know, had recommended vitamin D. And at that time, when it wasn't so common, you know, he actually would sell, I want to say just six, six capsules that were the 50,000 um, um, IU, right? And, and back then he had always, you know, recommended to his patients that at the first sign of any kind of cold, uh, flu, you know, make sure that you are in fact taking your vitamin D three. So I think through the years I've, I've now added some K2 to that as well. I'm looking at else what I've, what I took trifola. I mentioned trifola, the tri meaning the three fala fruit. Trifola is considered one of Ayurveda's renowned herbal formulations that is safer to use long-term because it is imperative that we learn to control our bowel movements and we we learn to have a bowel movement every day. So that is most challenging for the vatas. The vata, the air element, is naturally more dry the air element and the space element is also governed by that mobile quality. So because of the mobile quality, the vata constitutions tend to be more mobile. They aren't the ones just sitting around like a couch potato. So the vatas are generally lighter, thinner, and they have um, a propensity for movement that is their nature. And because of that movement, oftentimes they aren't um, in a calm environment, able to listen to their natural cues for, the, for their digestion. So when they get hungry, they may be having too much fun while they're playing, um, running around. And they may completely, you know, forego that meal. Again, we need to 
take into account perhaps their their level of um, the other elements, depending upon how hungry they are. But in general, the vatas are the ones that are going to tend toward constipation, very dry stools. And this is the challenge for the vata-natured people to make sure that they stay hydrated enough, they balance their movement, they balance their um, regularity with sleep, with meal times, so that they can um, become regular themselves. So of utmost importance for the vata dosha um, to really be mindful as we move in this fall season and into the winter time so that um, they they can continue to just um, move, ha have that movement with ease. The pittas, the fire element, their nature, because of the fire and because they naturally have that water component, unlike the vata, which is dry, the pittas typically have softer bowel movements. It's it's not an issue for a pitta to really be worried about constipation. So the pittas, more likely than not, the pitta digestion needs to be concerned about making sure that their stools are not too soft and their stools are not too quick and that they are able to absorb the nutrients. So they are able to keep that food um, in their stomach. And as it moves into their small intestines, they want to be able to properly assimilate all those nutrients from the food that they're eating without it moving too quickly all the way through the intestines, boom, pushing out the um, whatever is inside the intestines. So pitta digestion, you may note that the pittas are not typically the ones who would ever need to um, bring a book or read a newspaper in their in their bathroom because the pitta is a very quick exit. And as I mentioned, it's usually very soft. And typically the pittas need a few movements to um, completely eliminate in the morning. So it's not uncommon to have, you know, two or three movements. Um, the pittas do need to take note when when that becomes more excessive and when it happens throughout the day, um, after every meal. Okay, so this is more about just making sure that you control the input so that you can also control your output. The kapha, the earth and water element, the kapha, el, the kapha natured um, constitutions typically have what we would all strive for and what would be considered to be um, a healthy bowel movement. So the kapha um, stool their output typically every day is more like a banana shape. It's um, thicker, it's well-formed, it doesn't break up easily. And the kaphas typically do have one regular movement a day. And if 
if a kapha is having that movement, you know, after coffee or after activity, um, just, you know, pay attention because this is something that we can all work to improve upon so that regardless of, you know, what time we wake up or if we're at work, if it's our day off, if we're traveling, if we're going out for an event, we are able to control our bowel movements so that we can honestly do this business at home. So we've all been in those situations where you are grateful and we have no choice, okay? And there's some that it's probably at the root of why there's an issue because goodness knows they would um, never feel comfortable enough to be able to um, evacuate in any place other than their own home or a place that they feel comfortable. And so, so just begin to, you know, address what's going on in, in your life, whether you're in control of your bowel movements or whether your movements control you and literally your movement in life. So when we come back, we'll talk more about lifestyle routines and what you can do to take control of what you can with yoga, Ayurveda, meditation. Stay tuned. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Spiral in healthier directions together. Join Marianne Beckman-Berman on your mat or in your chair for an hour on Zoom for 10 weeks each season. Classes include Ayurvedic tips, yoga poses, breathing exercises, and meditation. The fall series runs Monday, October 2nd through December 4th at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, 5.30 Pacific. Just $10 each class. Join anytime. Visit HealthySpirals.com to register. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Healthy Spirals Yoga Ayurveda Meditation, located near O'Hare Airport in Des Plaines, Illinois, offers cost-effective, holistic services in person, online, or at your location. From modern-day Ayurvedic pulse assessments, diet and lifestyle counseling, yoga and meditation classes, Healthy Spirals empowers you to make healthier lifestyle choices day by day, season by season. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Healthy Spirals Yoga Ayurveda Meditation. Have a question for Marianne or her guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5791. That's 866-472-5791. Now, back to the show. 
Welcome back. We're discussing today taking control of what it is that you can so that you can feel more in control of your external environment. I was talking about things in terms of um, your output, the vata, the pitta, the kapha. So in addition to being mindful of your daily output, we call these the malas, the waste. Be also mindful of your urine output. Average three to six a day. So pay pay attention. Um, start of the, I've started this this past week now, three days in a row, working on ways I can improve my daily routines. And I will admit, you know, Monday we had our daylight savings time um, on Sunday. Yes, so waking up on Monday a little off balanced to start. And I did not have the automatic urge to eliminate that I normally do. So I'm I'm grateful for even having the thought, oh, hey, let me warm up some warm water. And I've been reviewing some of the daily routines with, with all of you on the air to see what I can improve upon. So I thought, you know what, let's, let's try this. Um, the National Ayurvedic Medical Association is participating in a Ayurveda challenge this week. So every day we've been focusing on the dinacharya, these daily routines. And we started off the week on Monday with the Ayurvedic doctor mentioning to start the morning with either two or three cups of warm water. And the two to three cups, again, it it all depends. You know, start start off slow. And depending upon how dry you are, how much water you have going on or in your in your system already, you know, you may only need one cup. I only needed one cup of warm water. And I I actually felt so much more hydrated throughout the day. I still brought my tea with me. So I had another two cups, you know, uh, maybe another hour later. But I'm going to say starting the morning this past Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, each morning drinking. Now I upped it this morning. I had um, two cups of warm water. And and it, so far, so good. I I feel that by drinking more warm water in the morning right now i i really know internally i'm bringing moisture to my mucous membranes and that is what i have been working on since i've been feeling this um heat in the body a couple of weeks ago so i've been working on being very very conscientious to heal my mucous membranes and i feel that drinking this this just warm water um i'm not even letting it come to a full boil and and i actually measured it so i poured it from the measuring cup into my um cup just so i could verify that yes it in fact was a minimum of 8 ounces and and my my husband's been enjoying it too I I know that I'm a big um, part of 
him taking control of his health. So my husband, bless him, you know, at 60, he he has more energy than me. He has more energy than a lot of his coworkers who are half his age. You know, I, I do joke that um, he's... He, he's just not human sometimes because he just has such an incredible um, ability to to just work. And my fear is that, you know, he's pulling too much from his from his own muscles, from his own fat. You know, you you hear how we can um, work against our adrenals or we're 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 kind of working on adrenals. So my job is to do what I can to help to help nourish my husband. You know, he actually has to of course be the one to, you know, put the food in his mouth, but even just making sure that um I have enough food at home, whether it's bananas, the oatmeal, um encouraging him. Um the other thing that I have been doing this is since I was not feeling well last week and I know that eating is also so important, but not having a super strong appetite, I went back to the basics with having a stewed apple in the morning. So I, Trader Joe's has a wonderful bag of gala, organic gala apples. And if you can get some, you know, farm fresh apples, even better. Okay. And if you're super sensitive, you may need to peel the skin of the apple, but what what you do, and this is so recommended, especially for those with more of the Vata constitution, you know, an apple a day keeps the doctor away is a common phrase, but it is an apple a day, a raw apple and a raw pear. These are fruits that do not work best for the Vata constitution. So how you can make it more constitutionally suitable is by taking, you know, maybe a half a cup of water, depending upon the size of your apple, and putting some cinnamon. So I'm still dealing with um, just being mindful that I don't create too much heat in my body. I'm probably only using an eighth of a teaspoon of cinnamon in this water and adding the apples and bringing it to a boil. Depending upon how much time I have, I mean, it's so wonderful when all the water evaporates and, um, you know, you just have this like caramelization effect from the apple and the cinnamon. It makes the house smell, oh, so delicious. It, it, it's so appetizing. And um, other than I think this day, today, my husband left earlier for work, I've I've been successful at, you know, chopping up two apples in the morning and um, each of us having that. So, you know, see how that that works for you. I did try pears. I bought the bag of organic pears as well. And um, last Thursday, so when I had some pear in the morning, this is how I knew I was still definitely not feeling well because, um, everything came out of me too quickly. So I definitely had more of a pitta bowel movement. And um, I, I just have not 
you know, went back. So, so try, try, you know, to see what happens if, if you start your day having stewed apples, stewed pears. And until I actually ate the raw apple in the morning and saw the difference and how it actually created such discomfort in my stomach, it's seldom, it's seldom that I will ever have a raw apple. Okay. So that is what I did for, for breakfast. Um, I was also mindful to just have more soup, whether it's, you know, chicken noodle soup, lentil soup, vegetable soup. Um, I, uh, my, my husband even ran to the local restaurant and picked up some broccoli soup one day, you know, so it's, it's important to, you know, make, make sure that you're eating. Um, I also had just even basmati rice. We'll have that conversation another day for those of you who are on keto diets and you're concerned about all the carbs, you know, so the ketogenic diet, um, those with more of the pitta constitution and a high digestive fire, high agni, as well as those with the more vata, um, they, they need to be more mindful. So the, the ketogenic diet certainly has, um, it, it, it has room in Ayurveda. I think most from, from what I have researched and from what I've heard for the, um, kapha constitution, for those that are naturally heavier, those that naturally have a more sluggish, uh, di- digestive fire, that Agni. So Agni, again. Consider it to be that metabolic fire, that body's energy, that at a physical level, it's entirely responsible for transforming things from one into the other. All the steps from your food to tissue, all transformation in the body is supported by Agni. Therefore, this Agni, this concept is vital for health. In order for every other function of our body um, to exist, from the food to the cells, from air to energy, and so on, this this agni is where um, this trans. This is what is responsible for transformation. And when this agni, when it is diminished, then so are all of our functions. Agni is manifested in our body in the form of our different enzymes, the hormones responsible for digestion and metabolism. There are four kinds of Agni. For those of you who have the power boil feature on your stove, I like to explain to clients that some people have what we call tikshna or a high. They they generally are cooking absolutely everything on power boil. They have a super high digestive fire, meaning they're generally going to be warm. They're going to be a bit more sharp, more critical. Um, they're going to need to eat regularly. They're likely going to have softer stools on account of their um, warmer natures, okay? So the the Tikshna Agni, the high fire, 
those natured people, you know, those who need to eat because if they don't eat, they're going to, you know, eat your arm off. Um, they, that, that term hangry applies, right? So that's the tikshna, the high agni. When you also think of your kitchen stove, think of the, um, the smallest burner. There's also what's called manda agni, and that is, um, like a lower, a lower digestive fire. It's, um, not as strong. One one client one time, she made me laugh when she explained or she realized, you mean to tell me I'm still cooking with an easy bake oven? I'm an adult now and I'm still using my childhood toy. So the manda agni, the low agni, you know, think of that. It is where if you had a big meal you're you're cooking on such a tiny flame or you're barely warming up the oven. So those with that uh, manda or the the slow digestive fire, the, the, the low fire, you know, there's yoga. Yogic breaths can come in handy. Think of the bellows breath, the, the bastrika, um, ways to kind of just stoke that, that fire. At a minimum, black pepper is available just about everywhere. If you needed to, you know, take a dash of black pepper on your palm or, I mean, oh, I I couldn't imagine more than a pinch, you know, certainly not a um, quarter teaspoon or an eighth of a teaspoon, but a little bit of black pepper and some warm water. Even warm water and lemon can, can go a long way at um, kind of just stimulating that digestive fire some ginger, some ginger tea, you know, not, not necessarily right before the meal, maybe an hour, um, 30 minutes before the meal to sip on some ginger tea to make sure that, you know, the, the oven is ready. You know, you've kind of warmed it up. You're ready to digest what is now going to be coming in, what you're going to be transforming into you. Another type of Agni is what we call vishama, V-I-S-H-A-M-A. And this is a variable agni. So some people have what's called a variable digestive fire. And you'll know if you're a variable type of, um, you've got that kind of agni because you know that you've never been one to need to eat on a regular schedule. And the Vishama Agni, the variable fires, can can wake up hungry one day and they can go all day the next without eating until 2 p.m. So with these variable Agnis, it's very important to regulate the wake time, the sleep time. And when you can regulate those actions, you likely are going to have um, more control over your elimination, you know, what time you eat. Okay. So that variable fire, oftentimes when the fire is high, appetite is strong. Um, oftentimes too, when the fire is super strong, you may find yourself having looser stools. And when that fire is not so strong, um, there's lack of appetite. There's 
little movement in in the digestive area and you may also find yourself being more prone to constipation the fourth type of digestive fire sama s a m a is a balanced agni and these sama agni these balanced agnis you know what you'll know them because these are the ones that have no issue with weight with um emotions they're pretty much even keel throughout their lives throughout the winter throughout the spring throughout the summer they are generally able to digest whatever it is that they you know put into their body so they have been blessed with what's called a balanced digestive fire a sama agni and oftentimes when i when i see the sama agnis it, it just makes sense because they have because of their balanced digestive fire likely throughout their entire life this gives rise to their energy level to their enthusiasm to you know why they have even the shape of the body that they have um it's an it's incredible to just watch this play of the fire element in terms of our agni so think about what type of agni you have do you classify yourself as having a relatively high low variable or balanced so when we come back we'll talk more about other ways that you can take control of what you can in your life stay tuned voice america is on linkedin connect with us today healthy spirals yoga ayurveda meditation located near o'hare airport in des plaines illinois offers cost-effective holistic services in person online or at your location from modern day ayurvedic pulse assessments diet and lifestyle counseling yoga and meditation classes healthy spirals empowers you to make healthier lifestyle choices day by day season by season Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Spiral in healthier directions together. Join Marianne Beckman Berman on your mat or in your chair for an hour on Zoom for 10 weeks each season. Classes include Ayurvedic tips, yoga poses, breathing exercises, and meditation. The fall series runs Monday, October 2nd through December 4th at 8:30 p.m. Eastern, 5:30 Pacific. Just $10 each class. Join anytime. Visit healthyspirals.com to register. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Healthy Spirals Yoga Ayurveda Meditation. 
Have a question for Marianne or her guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5791. That's 866-472-5791. Now, back to the show. Oh, welcome back, where we are discussing today taking control of what you can. Talking about, first and foremost, taking control of your bowel movement, controlling your input in terms of regulating your digestive fire. So there are things that we do to weaken our digestive fire um, when we skip meals, when we overexert ourselves, when we're eating all the, you know, wrong combinations of foods. Oftentimes we, we know what they are when we're having too many of the processed, sweetened, the, the, the refined sugars. Um, hopefully those are things that we do, um, you know, more, I, I should say with, with control. So that's the wisdom of Ayurveda is to, you know, to, to, to know what, what it is that keeps you in balance and to know your proportion, um, the sense of taste, <laughs> the that act of putting something on your tongue oftentimes is enough. And, you know, I, I heard a coworker mention that the other day that she never deprives herself of anything. She's actually a cancer survivor. So she knows sometimes that it's just her brain talking, her eyes, her eyes see something that perhaps somebody else has. And you have that voice in your head. Um, I want it. I want it. Um, consciousness, perhaps someone else's consciousness is, is overriding your own. And, and, and she has learned to, you know what, just treat yourself. If, if it means taking a tiny little piece off, um, you know, put it on your tongue. And I mean, if you're in the mood for it, absolutely, you know, go ahead and indulge, but just, just know that sometimes it, it simply is taking control of the thought in your head and even controlling your actions by just giving yourself a little bit of a taste. And as soon as your tongue gets that taste, your your brain is oftentimes satisfied. So um, I, I will admit that it, it's something that I probably, you know, do very, very rare. Um, okay. Another um, suggestion or another tool that I looked to as I was getting myself um, healthy was sleep, okay? And being mindful to do what I can to maintain my regular wake and sleep time. So I will admit that I did need to sleep a little bit more just being tired and not feeling well. So I forced myself to sleep a little bit more during the day. Um, but rather than, you know, getting on any kind of um, movie binge, I, I don't even have Netflix, so I so I can't say a Netflix binge, but I but I certainly do have the internet. And and rather than even, you know, watching different um shows. 
using that blue light from the screen, I I know that that would weaken me overall and is not good for my immune system. So just being especially mindful um, to to get that sleep. And if it means waking up in the morning to meditate while sitting in bed, you know, it's an excellent time. All right. So if if you're if you haven't tried that yet, if you haven't, you know, committed to a couple of minutes or a meditation routine in the morning, um, I I do encourage you to find that comfortable spot, even if it means, you know, sitting upright um, in bed. Hopefully you're doing this, of course, after, you know, you've you've tended to your own needs so that you can sit with more ease. It, it, it absolutely is more calming for the mind. Okay. Um, I, I will admit that I've been uh, just kind of mindful in that I'm sitting right where my pillow is. So having had my head on the pillow all night in one state of consciousness, now putting my my tailbone, putting my bottom there with my spine upright. I do have a comfortable pillow um, that I've been leaning on um, up against my bed. And I've been putting my blanket around me and um, I'm I'm just enjoying it. And I find it even easier to wake up in the morning knowing that I'm going to run to the bathroom, brush my teeth, you know, take take care of my needs, and I'm going to come and sit there for maybe 20 minutes, a half hour, whatever it may be. Um, it's it's just um, really brought me a sense of clarity and calm before I go about the day, and more important. It's it's alleviated a lot of that morning fatigue where, you know, when you don't feel like you you got a very deep sleep and and you're waking up feeling pretty much exhausted. So so for anybody out there who who is saying, Marianne, I have no idea what you're talking about because I am lucky to wake up at seven. I am so exhausted. Please know I, I've been there. So even if you're waking up at seven, hey, you're, you're doing, you're doing pretty, you're doing pretty well. All right. This, this certainly takes some time. Um, so just waking up and meditating with the hour that, you know, they were, well, this extra hour that we got on Sunday, so we had a 25-hour day. My husband and I took advantage of going to watch the sunrise. So it was a beautiful sunrise on Sunday morning. Um, I, I highly encourage you to, you know, take take advantage of watching the sunrise as often as you can. Um, we watch it right off of Lake Michigan on Dempster Avenue. So if you're ever in the Chicagoland area, you know, and you just head east, You'll you'll just hit the lake in in many parts of um, the area, and it's so peaceful, and it really makes you realize that in a city with millions, um, there's there's only a couple of people that are actually out. And um, watching that sunrise 
makes you feel like you're on vacation. So trying to trying our best to build a life that we do not need a vacation from and taking control of your health and being mindful of some of these remedies. I, I could not imagine having to need to go to the doctor, you know, for, for some of these little ailments. So I, I highly encourage you to, you know, look into Ayurveda. So many people are practicing yoga regularly, but Ayurveda, yoga sister science, and having this understanding of the play of the elements and how the elements of earth, air, water, fire, and space relate to us and to our output and and to know you know which element is out of balance and which one needs to be tended to when you're out of balance so the the definition health in ayurveda this goes back to ayurveda 101 but the definition of health is one that is established in the self so that is the definition of health and the definition of balance has to do with how well in harmony you are with nature. When you're unhealthy or you have disease, when you're out of ease and you have that dis-ease, this is when something in your life is disharmonious with nature. Oftentimes, it is simply um, the wake and the sleep time what time we eat dinner. I'm so grateful for having Ayurveda in my life and now getting to rebuild and, you know, just pursue my passions without depleting me. So I've, I'm doing my best learning to put my mask on, to put that oxygen mask on me before I can put it on anyone else. And and it is a daily practice. It's a lifelong practice. And some days are easier than others. Some seasons are easier than others. So having just literally been, you know, having felt like I was oh, just knocked down, I came out of it feeling even better than I have in 10 years. So I feel that it was an opportunity for me to test my immune system, for me to cleanse, for me to get some of this gunk out of my lungs, for me to get some of this gunk out of my intestines. So I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for this opportunity to continue to um, learn and share. And please know that if if I can help you in any way with just modifying diet and lifestyle to help you find more ease, to help you find more comfort, more happiness, you know, let me know. I I invite everyone listening to join me on Mondays for um, just a general yoga class where this is perfect for beginners. It's it's nothing strenuous. More focus is on the pranayama and the breathing. So if if you're not one that 
is in control of your own breath and you simply are going about your day with e- without being mindful of taking a couple of deep breaths or if you've you know never experienced um deep diaphragmatic breathing in an hour long yoga class it, it can certainly be done on a chair or you're welcome to lie on your mat or on a couch or in your bed and be in a comfortable, um, safe position. So please know, you know, don't, don't let finances, um, you know, hold you back in any way. So if, especially as we move through the holidays, I've got five more weeks and the, the class is at 7.30 PM central, 5.30 PM Pacific on Mondays for an hour on Zoom. So please send me an email at info at healthyspirals.com and I'll be happy to send you the Zoom link, whether you want to, you know, try it for one week or we are going to extend it um, beyond the the December um, 4th date. So we will be, we, we've got five more sessions. Okay. So please, please know that um, you're, you're welcome. You're welcome to, um, to, to join the healthier together this fall series. Right. So before I leave, I want to give you another opportunity to just practice taking control of your awareness. Finding a comfortable seat, if you're able to close your eyes and you're in a safe position, please do. Otherwise, just bring your awareness to the areas in the body that I mention. Notice any thoughts that may come up in between focusing on the body. Relaxing your spine, relaxing your head. Bringing your awareness to your forehead and to your throat. To your right shoulder. Your right elbow. Your right wrist. Move to the tip of your right thumb, the tip of your index finger, the tip of your middle finger, the tip of your right ring finger, the tip of your right little finger. Move your awareness to your right wrist your right elbow, your right shoulder, your throat. Move to your left shoulder, down to your left elbow, your wrist, to the tip of your left thumb, your left index finger, your middle finger, and your little finger. Move your awareness back to your left wrist, your left elbow, your left shoulder. Bring your palms together at your heart center. 
Take a deep breath in and out through your nose. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Healthy Spirals Yoga Ayurveda Meditation. Namaste. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Healthy Spirals Yoga Ayurveda Meditation. We hope you've learned how you can lead a spiritually, mentally, and emotionally healthful life. Until next week, namaste. Namaste.